0: Well, Bobby, a big victory for the Saints, making them 2-0 in the preseason. 22-17 uh, wasn't always pretty, especially, obviously, with the penalties. But let me hear your take, uh, your rant going on after this 22-17 well, Saints win. I don't know. You look at the glass half full or half empty. Uh, I'd rather uh, win ugly than lose pretty. Uh, you know, and I guess you can look at it. It was totally unacceptable because uh, it's going to cost you games. Uh, you can't have Anywhere near double-digit penalties. I mean, we have two games now, 23 penalties for 240 yards. I'm like, what? That, no, it's like you think, you think that'd be a misprint. Because I, I tell you, this goes way back in history, even though they've changed the rules. You never want nine or more penalties or 100 yards. Because uh, the bottom line, you're giving up a touchdown. So what? 23 penalties, 240 yards, that's like giving up two touchdowns plus. So that definitely would come back to haunt you. Um, you know, it wasn't good against the Chiefs. Um, you know, we had nine penalties, 79 yards at nine. That's like giving up a touchdown. You know, we went, uh, this great English, we went from worse to worser. Uh, we know there's no such thing. But uh, 14 penalties, 141 yards, you almost have to try to get penalized. <laughs> to have that many penalties. I'm like, if I count realistically, because they did count, they were competing, they had referees out there. If you count Thursday, Friday in the game, I guarantee you we must have had a dozen false start penalties, like a legal procedure. And, you know, you might say, oh, what's the judgment call? No, they have to call that. Like, you know, what do they call holding or a judgment-type penalty? Nah, you know, it depends on the crew how they would call the game and how they just let you play or they throw the flag a lot. But when you jump it off sides, the legal procedure, or that, they, they got to call it. And I'm telling you, in three practices, that's way too many. Um, we had like uh, nine uh, of those type penalties. Now, what's a great thing, because I think we are a creature of habits, guess what we are in two games? We plus four in the turnover margin. Uh, you know, I like that. We came into the game where we were, uh, what? Uh, we were plus three for the game. And, uh, you know, so we're training in the right direction. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, we keep training that way when uh, we're we'll going against the Texans next week. Because I had said this um, in the pregame. You know, what's the difference? Like, you look at the Chargers, they proceed as the top AFC team, and they won 10 games, they were 10 and 7. And we were 7-10. I said, there's not much difference between us, I- I'm telling you. And what I meant by that is that the difference is when the season was all said and done, the charges were plus 5 and we were minus 11. So, therefore, yeah, you could see uh, uh, there's uh, listen, you just win that turnover battle and then all of a sudden you're getting to double-digit wins instead of having a losing record and, um, and, and being out the playoffs. Now – Looking at the Chargers a little bit of history, uh, a Chargers fan can't talk any smack to a Saints fan. I don't care if it's preseason or regular season. Do you know we've now won the last ten games preseason or regular season against the Chargers? So think about Samuside. Okay, when we've played them and lined up, you might go with your friends. They live in San Diego or LA. We're gonna go to see the Saints and Chargers. Well, the last ten times they've played uh, the Saints have won we've now played them 11 times in the preseason uh, and we're now seven and four but we've won the last six exhibition games six preseason games in a row uh, we've come out on top and the reason why I came to ten because we've beat we've whooped or I should say we've beat the Chargers the last four matchups in the regular season so that's where I came up uh, the last 10 times we've played in and not a practice. I'm not talking about practice in a game. Preseason or regular season, we're 10-0. Well, I, I would take that. So, so no uh, Chargers fan can talk any smack. You, you know what they would say as far as, uh, you, you know, you know, playing the Saints. Because the Chargers fans, they got to be humble because they've underachieved a lot. But uh, this is kind of what we've done now in back-to-back games. Uh, very good on third-down defense. Uh, not so good third-down offense. No, I would take this any day. We'd be amongst the leaders. The Chargers are only 3 of 15 on third down. Uh, That is outstanding. Now, offensively, uh, that is not outstanding. That's not good. We were only 5 of 17, uh, 29%. Now, you know what's not good either? I don't care if we have Alvin Kamara or whoever we have at running back. Don't we have to make holes and block Alvin Kamara or whoever we have at running back? I mean, that's back-to-back games. Uh, We're not even sniffing four yards a carry. We had 26 carries for uh, 61 yards, 2.3-yard average. Uh, that's not good football. Look at uh, uh, Miller, uh, Condre Miller. Uh, you know, he, uh, Steve, averaged 2.3 yards a carry. Now, he was very active. It was good to see him come back from his knee injury. He had 59 total yards. He had 36 yards receiving and 23 rushing yards. I thought at times uh, it was good and bad with Jameis uh, and Hainer, you know, the quarterback rating. It wasn't, uh, you know, we used to, as the Saints quarterback, as of late, having that 100-plus rating. Uh, But Jameis was at 87, and uh, Hayner was basically at 85. So that was kind of a push. Uh, Jameis made some tough throws, and they were able to come down uh, with catches. Now, what's really impressive is that yards average per uh, reception. Uh, boy, uh, listen, the third-place guy on this list would be, like, first if we do this for a whole season, that being Bound, he averaged 18.5, uh, Kirkland, LSU's own, Lutcher, uh, 19.7. How about Shaq Davis? I want to say South Carolina State's from the MEAC. You know, we always talk about the SWAC, the MEAC, uh, the South Carolina State Bulldogs. He averaged 21 yards, a catch, a big target, just a monster of a guy. He averaged 21 yards. Now stick uh, the whole uh, North Dakota State quarterback. He had a quarterback uh, rating of 48. So overall, I think we we're able uh, to handle him. Sacked him five times. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sack, sack. No we two got, picks. We, we got it. You know, speaking of sacks, how about the game that uh, Laylos? I mean, uh, Laylos. Nico. I mean, Nico Laylos. Uh, we know he's smart. He went to Dartmouth. He's from Akron, Ohio. Now, how did he not end up at Ohio State? Uh, I mean, he might have been a late bloomer, but he's at Darthman. He's the second year in the NFL. This is like um, Lawrence Taylor, or Reggie White kind of numbers. He led the team in tackles with five. He had a sack. He had three quarterback hurries. He had four tackles for loss. He had a pass defended. Steve, I hope he gave him a game ball. He that, that should be the number one game ball. Oh, yeah, definitely got the game ball for sure. Yeah, just by putting up uh, those kind of numbers, I thought with Malcolm Roach was in there, he was very active. He had four uh, total tackles. You know who built upon his performance also was, um, uh, was uh, you know, we looked at the ones from last game. Uh, I, I thought Ryan Conley. Ryan Conley, uh, he ended up having uh, three total tackles. He had another sack. Or I should say, he got a sack and he had a quarterback hurry and a tackle fall loss. So if you look at it now, he's had in the two games five unassisted tackles, seven total, and he's had a sack, quarterback hurry, uh, tackle fall loss. Uh, so, so Ryan Conley uh, really being active on that, end. and uh, hey, he's fighting for a job. So so that'll be interesting. What's going to come out with that? And but we got to get more touchdowns instead of field goals. I'm glad that the kickers were accurate. You know, both Groupie and Will Lutz, who made five field goals, and uh, all the points count. Uh, We weren't quite as good in the return game like we were uh, last week against the Chiefs. Uh, Ugo Omari, uh, he had one punt return, like about an only average. uh, He had a long gain of uh, 13, but he only averaged like 4.3 yards of punt return. Well, Ugo Omari had one punt return for 17 yards. Uh, That's about as good as it gets, but – the bottom line is that uh, the Saints came out on top. Um, the one who did not come out on top, I mean, I saw a couple of times on the back end uh, Isaiah Foskey. Uh, I mean, uh, has, has he struggled or what? Uh, look, we hoping he works out. He ended up having uh, one assisted tackle. I think he didn't even have a stat last game against the Chiefs. So, uh, Foskey, uh, and, you know, you keep thinking. So, now uh, I'm looking and, you know, man, who's that 55? So, it becomes second nature. Man, he's getting whooped. There was one play I thought I saw him get some good pressure on the quarterback. I'll give him that. One play. Well, they didn't give him a quarterback hurry or quarterback pressure. I I, I thought he got in there, but uh, not so fast. (laughs) that They were able uh, to get away. But, uh, you know, we need him to step up and – he might be uh, definitely a red shirt uh, year, uh, number 55, Isaiah Foskey. Nothing uh, to write home about. How about uh, Brian Brzee uh, being right place, right time, coming up with that uh, foam recovery. He also had a pass defending. Uh, I, I thought Zach Bond played a lot better against the Chiefs than he did uh, against the Chargers. Uh, Peyton Turner. I think Peyton Turner showed up. He had a sack, a couple of quarterback hurries, and he forced that fumble that Brzee was able uh, to recover. Uh, So it's kind of a mixed bag. You know, you break down the film uh, of everything. Um, I think we had the momentum from the get-go, the way the game was unfolded, because you couldn't get off to to a better start. Uh, We basically uh, forced, I think, kind of very similar to the Chiefs game, even with Mahomes and and, um, you know, in that first quarter, forcing three and out, three and out, three and out. So that's what you got to capitalize to get the momentum offensively and score points. Now, um, in our first offensive position, we were able to 31, and Miller ended up getting uh, four yards. But then the next time, uh, we end up uh, g- going uh, three and out. So it was a, a mixed bag, but overall, um, listen, Dennis Allen's going to say we have, something has to uh, change. Because if you keep getting penalties, that'll come back uh, to kill you. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, and and they only—I I, want to say—they only had but um, a couple of first downs at the end of the first quarter, and and I was thinking, but it didn't end up that way. How they were able to, um, you know, convert and, and get uh, first downs, but but overall, the um, it, it was—I said this at halftime at the seven-minute mark in the uh, second quarter to show, we we had kind of set the tone, and you want to get off to a fast start. You know, some games you might have to play catch-up, but we've gotten off to a fast start, I would say, now against the Chiefs and the Chargers. There was seven minutes left in the second quarter, and I I was like, what, they're only going to call penalties on us? (laughs) And uh, the Chargers finally got a penalty called on them. Uh, and what did, let me see what did the charges end up having in total penalties? Uh, let me see right here. Yeah, They're like that, that's kind of uh, yeah, that's what we want the saints to have. The charges had five penalties, 26 yards. You know, that. that's what you th- that it's, the coach can't say anything, that's totally acceptable. But like I said, they finally had a penalty with seven minutes, 11 in the second quarter, and that's when the saints, um had uh, more <laughs> penalty yards than the uh, Chargers had total yards gained in uh, almost like a, a quarter and a half. So uh, it just shows you we've gotten off to a fast start and we've been uh, oper- uh, uh, opportunistic as far as uh, that was in the, the same time frame when Peyton Turner forced the fumble Brazil, recovered it. Uh, that's number one draft picks making plays. And then we started off the game uh, being plus one. So uh, th- that's what has to continue. Now, I'm a little disappointed that um, we're not playing or practicing against the Texans. N- nothing to get to tell the fans or anything about. Uh, I love going to preseason games because I like to see the team and all that. And, you know, it, it is a game. But uh, I think to me, the way the game is changing, you're going to see more and more, and they want to have this is what we had on Thursday and Friday against San Diego, uh, the preseason games. I think eventually the NFL owners are something because more meaningful games, and if you ask in, uh, basically the fans for full price, I think they'd rather see 18 games than two preseason, and even in those preseason games have like practices like we had against the Chargers, doing that a couple of times every training camp. So I'm kind of disappointed. But my understanding, the, the Texans are dealing with injuries. And, and it's not getting any cooler. It's hot. And basically, to have two practices going on at the same time. you got to be outside. And we don't necessarily have that type of facility. You couldn't go do it at the Dome. You couldn't do it at the Saints indoor uh, facility. Now you could do it in, where the charges are because the weather's nice. So uh, that's why that didn't uh, kind of surprise me. You know, so oh, we're dealing with injuries and all that. And so we're just going to play the game. I think it still has that injury, and it has something to do, I think, with the hot weather and trying to get the most out of their team before the season starts because both uh, the Saints and the Texans, I mean, they play inside. It's not like LSU getting ready to play Florida State. I don't know how hot it's going to be in Orlando, uh, but you better be conditioned to play outside and, like, you know, playing in Tiger Stadium in September. You play outside. So you want to be acclimated more, but as far as. The Dome team, I think that's overrated. Oh, we got to be tough. We got to practice outside. No, you just want to be productive and grow as a team. And I just like the competition when you see players going against other top players. You know, like we were all, well, how much we were talking about uh, where Trevor Penning, how he was developing, who he was trying to block in the practice against the Chargers and all that. But again, it is what it is. So it's going to be next Sunday. I don't know if I've ever witnessed this, Steve. Um, Three? Have we ever played? Think about this. Usually, you know, look at the NFL. There's a preseason game Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every Sunday, all we all preseason games is like the regular season. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I don't know if I've ever uh, been a part of that, or it's been like it might be, or uh, games on a Friday or a Saturday. It's just uh, foreseeing that we're gonna end up playing on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that might be a good omen uh, right there. We playing on Super Bowl Sunday, but uh, yep, yeah, uh, basically. Uh, the preseason is going to be over with by uh, at this time next week on that Sunday night when and we are uh, play to the Texas. Then, yeah, it's September 10th, hopefully everyone's healthy and we're ready to roll. Bobby's Ram brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. F- Saints fans, time to hear from you on the point after. Give us a call on the Oakenheart Heart Jewelers talk and text line, 504-260-1870. Back with more on the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network after this. How powerful is Cox Internet?